Uh, welcome to the Rohi Word. You are about to be transformed by the power of God's Word through his servant, Pastor Emmanuel Methel. Pastor Methel is a teaching evangelist who preaches God's Word passionately with signs and wonders following. He serves as the founder and lead pastor of the Rohi Church, a Christ-centered, family-focused, and discipleship-driven ministry. It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, let us hear the word of God. Come on, can you lift up your voice tonight and declare? You are God alone. Today I'm talking about thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Thankful hearts. Because it's our month of thanksgiving. The last time I talked about the psychology of gratitude or something like that. Today I'm talking about thankful hearts. Your appreciation appreciates your life. Anybody who is a grateful person, his life or her life appreciates. So your appreciation appreciates your life. If you see a person whose life is going somewhere, you have seen a person who appreciates things. Anybody who is a grateful person makes progress. So if, if, if you don't have anything at all in this life, if you don't have any culture at all, if you don't have any, anything that you, you lay claim to, if you don't have any good habit at all, one of the best habits you can develop is a habit of appreciation. Where you are always looking for an opportunity to say thank you. Always you are looking for an opportunity to say thank you. In the absence of thanksgiving, it's a lot of criticism. Immediately you forget what someone has done for you to be able to say thank you. You become a critic. You begin to criticize. Out, after thanksgiving, out of thanksgiving is criticism. Anybody who is not grateful is a very, very wild critic. If you like, check it. People who are grateful don't criticize a lot. Because even to be alive, they are grateful. Even to be standing, they are grateful. They are so grateful that God has given them the opportunity to, to live, to even criticize anything or complain about anything. People who complain a lot are the people who don't show gratitude. And Omar Yesi Amami, they didn't do this for me. They didn't even do this for me. They didn't give me this. But they have given you something that you have not appreciated. I had somebody you give, you give her a shirt or you give her a dress. Instead of saying thank you for the dress. But this is not even the color I want. Can you appreciate the thing before you even start talking about the color? That's why I'm saying that. In the absence of appreciation is complaints and criticism. So when you meet anybody who complains a lot and criticizes a lot, you have met somebody who can never be grateful. And bro, you don't want to marry a woman who is ungrateful. Neither do you want to marry a man who is ungrateful. Neither do you want to deal with a pastor who is ungrateful or a church member who can never appreciate anything. That is why in our church, I want us to build and develop the culture of appreciation, the culture of thanksgiving. If there's any culture apart from prayer that my house has become a house of prayer, apart from that, the culture that we must develop is the culture of appreciation. That when we come to church, we must show it. Anybody who walks in here must feel that this is a, a very appreciative church. 
This is a church that doesn't, doesn't hold back thanksgiving. A church that doesn't hold back thanksgiving is a church that is about to be blessed. A church that is about to explode. A church that God wants to be there because God, God dwells in the midst of the praises of his people. So anytime you become grateful, you invite his presence. Anytime you invite his presence, it is by gratitude that you invite his presence. It's by gratitude. So if your house is a house that complains a lot, every time there's complaining, you will never see the presence of God. For some of us, that's why the glory has departed from us because there's no appreciation in our life. God takes you to bed, you sleep, you wake up in the morning. He's not saying thank you. Hey, this morning, hey. so you cannot even appreciate the fact that you are alive and you can serve and you can speak. You can't appreciate that one. You are rather now complaining that why have you woken me up? Because I don't even know what I'm going to eat. Why have you woken me up? Why am I here? You should have left me to die or sleep because as you have woken me up, you have worried me. Never appreciating anything. So I want us to develop the culture of appreciation. Tell somebody the culture of appreciation. So that every everything God does for you, everything anybody does for you, the first thing that comes to your mind is not it's not even my size. It's not even my size. Every person that appreciates, appreciates in life. Are you understanding me? An appreciative person appreciates in life. Something gets added to your life. Every morning is complaint. Every afternoon. An attitude of gratitude is a sure way to promotion. It's a sure way to promotion. You want to be promoted, become a grateful person. You'll be promoted quickly. Promoted quickly. Because leaders want people who appreciate them. God wants people who appreciate him. And he promotes them. I'll show you plenty of things in the Bible right now that you'll be happy. The most miserable people in life are the ungrateful people. Most miserable. Ungrateful people are very miserable. Because they always see the negative side of life. Beautiful church, but the only thing you see is that the place is hot. Oh. The place is hot, but when you come to church, instead of appreciating the lights, appreciating the ceiling, appreciating the pillars, appreciating the decor, appreciating the carpet, appreciating the chairs, appreciating the pastors, appreciating the people, appreciating the media team, all you think about, and then a TV backwardum, and then a TV backwardum. The TV, they must both be, why is one off? Meanwhile, as we are doing this offering, you are praying. Immediately we start talking about offering. Then the offering will be passed. Then it's like, now we are back. You will never ask that, okay, so how much will it cost to fix the problem? But who may be saying, but we'd rather know how to complain. And then the pastor, the sound, today the sound is, the sound is very similar. You don't even know how the sound comes. You don't even know how the sound comes. I said, the most miserable people in life are ungrateful people. They never enjoy the blessing of the Lord. They never enjoy it. Because they are always looking for the next thing to complain about. You are sitting in a, in a car that is moving. Your problem is that it makes too much noise. But the thing is moving. It's moving faster than if you were walking. But you can never identify that blessing that this is moving it faster in life. You are rather thinking, the thing is making too much noise. Every, you will never enjoy life if you are an ungrateful person. 
a good woman you have married, a good woman that you have married, a good woman. The, your only problem with her is that she talks too much. It's very normal. They talk. It's their talent. But they have other things that they bring on board. So why don't you overlook their plenty talking and enjoy the nice atmosphere that the talking creates. Enjoy the nice things that they bring. You can easily be a very miserable person if you can never see anything to appreciate God for. Very miserable. Very miserable. Because there are so many things that you can complain about. And there are so many you can be grateful for. Are you here? So as a church, we must develop the culture of appreciation in this our great ministry. Where every Sunday, testimonies are the norm. As I'm coming to church, I have a testimony. I don't need anybody to call me. Is there a testimony before I come? I am coming with a testimony. I am grateful for something that God did. I'm grateful. It's a culture. That is the culture of appreciation. Everybody comes in with a testimony. Dancing is the norm in a church where appreciation is the thing that we do. Dancing in appreciation. It never stops. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. A culture of appreciation in our church will show how people even dance in church when the praise and worship team and the praise and worship leaders, they are just doing their thing. You see it. Testimonies. Dancing. Thanksgiving offerings. They are not for special services. A church that has the culture of appreciation, we don't have to do Thanksgiving service before you bring Thanksgiving offering. Two days ago, or three days, two days, three days, I don't remember. I was there when Pastor Nessa sent me a message. He said that, I think that from our business, we, we want to give a thanksgiving offering for what the Lord has done for the business. I was thinking to myself that, that it's not thanksgiving service. But that is, the, that is the attitude of gratitude. We are not waiting for a thanksgiving service before we put together a thanksgiving offering to come and give to God and say, we are grateful for what you have done. Because you don't wait for deliverance service before you kneel down and ask God for deliverance. Father, deliver our business. Deliver us from trouble. Deliver us from the issues that we are going through. You don't wait for deliverance service. You don't wait for prayer all night and prayer for deliverance and prayer for boosting our business. We don't wait for that before we do it. Why do you want to wait for Thanksgiving service before you bring Thanksgiving offering? It's a bad attitude. It's a bad mind. Are you in the church? So the culture of appreciation is seen when you walk into the church by the testimonies that don't stop. Testimonies are not stopping. Dancing, worship, praises, they are not stopping. You see how people are dancing. You see how people are engaging the praise and worship team. It becomes very difficult for them to even stop the thing because the atmosphere is charged with thanksgiving. Testimonies, dancing, and offerings. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 5. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Make a joyful noise. You are not too old or too young to make a joyful noise. Pastor Mefo, make a joyful noise. Pastor Mimi, make a joyful noise. Pastor Prosper, make a joyful noise. Pastor Nesta, make a joyful noise. The church, we must make a joyful noise. A thankful heart is a heart manifest through joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Let me read before I preach. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Continue verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Verse 3. The reason for all of this. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. 
Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his cause with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Verse 5. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Number one. A thankful heart. Number one. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. A child expresses appreciation by shouting joyfully or making a joyful noise. Look, when I get home and I carry a shirt or I carry a trousers or I carry a dolly or I carry ice cream to my daughter, she looks at it. It's a joyful noise. But we are too old in comparison with God. So it's very difficult for us to express our appreciation with a joyful noise. When you announce in the church, give the Lord a shout. They are starting. It's like we, we, we music comes. If you won't shout, at least bring me money. If you can't bring the money for us to do the work, then shout. I said then shout. I said then shout. I said then shout. The psalmist says that to express your gratitude, you must make a joyful noise. So when we come to church, we must be, we must be, we must be coming to make a joyful noise. If a church of gratitude is a church that has joyful noise, joyful noise. When you go to, there are certain places where you go and you try to shout, here we don't make noise here. Here we don't talk here. Some of you are coming from those backgrounds. So when you come to this place and we are saying that dance, we are saying shout, it's like, hey, maybe I'm a free buyer. No, went to me in to say, here it's not be free buyer. Are you understanding me? Here we shout, here we jump, here we jumbo, here we make noise, here we talk louder, we appreciate him with a shout. For noise is rua r-w-r-u-w-a rua meaning to shout in applause to cry out in triumph when you are making that shout you are shouting in applause for what the lord has done and you are shouting triumph when the team wins a soccer match they shout in victory they shout in triumph if you believe that god has caused you to be victorious over your enemies when you go to church you give the lord a Or you are a loud person. Give me verse one. It doesn't matter whether you are a quiet or loud person. He says, Give the Lord a shout. Just give the Lord a shout. Whether you are rich or poor, give the Lord a make a joyful, make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. And I'm telling you, the Hebrew word for that joyful noise is ruah. 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 So so it's not something that is already existing. You make it. You you don't feel like it, but you make it. You are not in the mood, but you make it. When
when we say make rice and stew, it means that the rice and stew is not there already. You pull the rice, you pull the onions, you pull this one, you pull the meat, you pull that one, you bring it together and you stir it. So if you want to say make a joyful noise, you begin to make it. You pull the energy, you put your soul together, you think about what has happened and then you release it from your belly, from your heart and you release it into the earth in the name of name and nature. It's a bold declaration of God's glorious name and nature. It's a bold declaration. I may, I may be struggling. I may be tired. I may be hungry. Things may not be going well. But I still want to be grateful. So I make, I put together, I organize, I think about what has happened before. I check myself. I have not eaten. I'm hungry. But I make it. I make some. It says make it. It's prepared. Organize. Manufacture a joyful sound. All you learnt, all you learnt, a joyful noise is a bold declaration of God's glory, His name, and His nature. We shout, we clap Him, and outward expressions of praise. Shouts, clapping, and outward expressions of praise. Uh, praise. Meanwhile, you don't even understand what is going on with you. You don't, you just, you are just standing there. without nothing. I have seen people lying on the floor with hundred thousand dollar suits. I have seen people lying and rolling. $10,000 of suit. They are wearing it and rolling on the floor. I have seen people wearing necklaces, ornaments that cost $20,000. They lie on the floor and they roll. The Bible says that the elders 24 7, the elders in heaven and the hosts of angels, day and night, they bow down and worship him. They shout, Holy, 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 holy. You come into the church.
make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. I'm talking about a grateful heart. A thankful heart. A thankful heart. A thankful heart. There are times I'm walking in the house and I was like, hey! Then my wife asked me, what's wrong with you? I said, I'm too happy. I'm too happy. I'm too grateful. Sometimes I enter my house. When I open the door, I say, hey! Says why? I said, it means, I cannot just trust it quietly as if I knew it was going to happen. Or I've known all these years that this is how my life is going to be. I am too grateful to be quiet. I am too grateful to be a silent thanksgiver. I am too grateful. So I make a joyful noise whenever I remember what the Lord has done. I thank you, the Lord. Then David returned to bless his household and Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David. How glorious was the king! This is Michal, the foolish wife. Michal, the foolish girl in church who thinks that when the brother is too aggressively thankful to the Lord, he is an embarrassment. I said, You won't get a grateful man. How glorious was the king of Israel today uncovering himself today in the eyes of the mates of his servants. Give me King James proper as one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And give me verse 21. And David said unto Michal, It was before the Lord which chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore, this is the one I'm looking for, therefore will I pray Therefore will I play. Therefore will I play. A young people. Therefore will I play. I will 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 play before 
Lord. I will pray before the Lord. I will pray. Make dear grow. Make dear grow. Make dear grow when you are near him. It is plain before the Lord. Plain before the Lord is the dance that young people dance energetically. That's plain before the Lord. But we have become so proud, so big, so useless in the hands of God that when it comes to praying before Him, we are too big to pray. We think ourselves like executives. So if we say we should come and do this dance, it's very difficult. We don't want to do it. We are too big. We are too obese. We are not sensible enough and sensitive enough to know that God expects His children to pray before Him. Are you here at all? When I see my children in the house praying, I get excited because I made the whole place for them to pray. And when they are praying, I am happy. When will you make God happy with your plea? Not your prayer, not your presence, not your shouting, but your playing before the Lord. Don't get to the time where you are too old, too big, too prosperous, to accomplish, to play, to play, to play. I like comedians in my house. Some of my children, they are the comedians of the house. When they are out of the house, I feel that I have lost something and I've missed them. And so I send them messages. I've missed you so much. I've missed you too much. May God not miss our presence. Because when we come into his presence, we play before him and we make him happy. We are too executive, too concerned about ourselves, too conscious about ourselves, too high-minded, too haughty-spirited, too proud, and we have nothing to show for our pride. If we can turn into the heart of David and become a praiser, a worshiper, a player, and a dancer before God, maybe some of the problems that you are carrying will be rolled away. But this your big mannerism. Repent! 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 Why God has lifted me is because I don't see myself. I don't see myself. I don't see myself. This is my freshness that I used to attract God's glory. This is the freshness that I used to attract God's kindness. This is the freshness I used to attract God's favors. This is the freshness I used to attract God's mercies. This is the freshness I used to attract God's kindness. Beware with your wisdom and your silly life and your empty life and your useless life. If you can learn anything from me, learn the art of gratitude. Learn the art of praying before the Lord. It will help you. It will help you. When I visit churches, you see me dancing. There are times I follow my father to the UK. I'm only going to help him to catch people and to serve him. I'm coming there. Wait. I'll get there. I'll get there. But you must have some heart of gratitude that manifests by your shouting and your playing and your dancing in his presence. If you don't do that, you have missed it. You have missed it. No, you can't. You cannot be happy when you come to church and praise and worship is over. You must cry. Because this is the time that I want to play before my father. This is the time. 
I want to express myself to him. This is the time I want to tell him how grateful I am. This is the time I want to do my body dirty. This is the time I want to roll. I want to roll. This is the time I want to jump around, hop around, skip around, dance around. This is the time. for listening to Pastor Emmanuel Methel. We hope you were blessed by the message. Worship with us at the Rohi Church in Community 22 Tema. Every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Our youth services start from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock p.m. Tuesday evening service is from 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. Follow Pastor Emmanuel Methel and the Rohi Church on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Call us on 0204-336- for counseling and inquiry. Rohi Church, loving God, making disciples, and invading globally. Okay,